I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check it inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm so excited to bring to you another word from God that will bless you, inspire you, and bless you, uplift your spirit. Hallelujah. But before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you, we bless you, we adore you. For indeed, the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple. Lord, we ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit. And that at the end of the day, we will be blessed. We will be inspired. We will be uplifted. And Jesus will be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Today, I'm excited because... The Spirit of God has something very special, very, very special for us. Hallelujah. And I'm excited about this because I know, I know for sure that at the end of the day, something will change for the better in your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, I made up my mind a long time ago that the Word of God will be the final arbiter of my life. Hallelujah. The word of God will be the final arbiter of my life. I made up my mind about that a long time ago. And I was like, if you could show me from the word what you are saying, I will believe it. Hallelujah. See, it's where the word of God is the final authority. Praise God. And if we, t- we would only take time to delve deep into the word. There are so many amazing things that you will find in the word of God. So many amazing things. Glory to God. And when you see these things, Jesus said once, he said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. So I say to her, if there was anything dead in any area of your life, When the word of Jesus, when the word of God comes to you, it gives it life. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So you on your own, you must make up your mind. You must make up your mind that the word of God is the final authority. Hallelujah. And what I'm saying is easier said than done. Easier said than done. There are some people who say, well, the word of God is the final authority in my life. But then you have, um, they have believed certain things over the years 
So by the time you come and show them from the word and say, listen, you believe this all this while, but it's not correct. This is the correct thing. This is it from the Bible. It becomes hard for them to accept it because their belief system has been fashioned in a certain way. Hallelujah. So sometimes you may need to unlearn certain things. Hallelujah. Sometimes you may need to unlearn certain things. Glory to Jesus. This is so important. You might need to unlearn certain things. By that I mean you may need to get rid of some ideas. Hallelujah. Many people don't know the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Many people don't know. Now, is the Old Testament important? Yes, it is. Very important. And you must also understand that in the early church, the only Bible they had was the Old Testament. When Peter and Paul and the other apostles, when they lived, in their day, the only Bible, the Word of God they had to them was basically Genesis to Malachi. That's all they had in their day. Hallelujah. So, but in our day, by the special grace of God, we have been equipped with more than what they had, which is the New Testament, the testimony of the apostles, the witnesses, those that were with Jesus. Hallelujah. So, but it's important to note that there is a difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. So there are some things that they did in the Old Testament, but in the New, it is different. And also, if you look into the Old Testament, there are some New Testament realities in the Old Testament. These things were spoken prophetically to be manifested in the, the, the New Testament in the age of the church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, one such example is this. You know, there are people who are praying and asking for God to send down manna from heaven, to send down something from heaven. You know, they're expecting something to come from above. They're expecting God to release power from up. They're expecting something from above. Hallelujah. Because in the Old Testament, God sent manna out down from heaven. Hallelujah. But guess what? In the New Testament, it is different. In the New Testament, it is different. We are not really supposed to be expecting anything from heaven per se. This is something you really need to understand. Because everything you need is inside you. Everything, like everything. Can you, can you believe this? Can you really, really believe this? I want you to open to 2 Peter chapter 1. And I'm reading from verse 2. 2 Peter chapter 1. And I'm reading from verse 2. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now it says, Grace and peace 
be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied through knowledge. Knowledge of what? The word of God. Because the only way you can know God is through his word. And of course by his spirit, but through his word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So through his word. So he says, as you get, as you acquire knowledge, the knowledge of God's word, grace and peace will be multiplied unto you. But he doesn't stop there. Verse 3. It says, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. I don't know if you saw that in your Bible. He says his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He has given us all things. All, like all, all, all. Hey, all things. Hallelujah. That you will need for life and for godliness is already inside you. Glory to God. Then he says, through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. All things that you will need for life and godliness, he has placed it inside of you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's just like, let's say you have a father who is a billionaire. And he says, okay, my son, you are going to school. Now I'm putting $10 million in your bank account. Anytime you need money, go to your bank account and collect the money. Hallelujah. The money has already been made available. All you need to do is to collect the money. But guess what? If you don't know how to collect the money, if you don't know how to collect the money, you might, you might suffer. Even though the money has already been placed for you. Hallelujah. And this is what is happening to many Christians. It's not because God has not made provisions for them, but they've, they've not known how to connect, how to receive, how to tap into that blessing. They've not known it. That is the problem. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You know, there is this song that we sing. You know, many times we sing these songs in churches. And if we know what we mean when we sing the song, they are fine. But if we take some of them literally the way they sound, something is wrong. It's not going to help. It will give us a wrong mentality of spiritual things. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It will give us a wrong mentality of spiritual things. But if we have understanding and then while we are singing the song, we know exactly what we mean, then that's different. Glory to God. Like um, there's this song that says, um, 
let your living water flow over my soul and let your Holy Spirit come and take control of every situation that has troubled my mind all my cares and burdens unto you I roll you know that song and sometimes we sing the song and we, 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 we cry we are so emotional and you know we lift our hands and we are saying let your living water flow over my soul and while we're doing that we lift our hands to heaven expecting God to pour water from heaven over our soul hallelujah so as it were we're expecting him to pour water over our soul from heaven hallelujah ah but what did he say about living water glory to god what did jesus say about living water because we are singing we were asking god say lord let your living water flow over my soul as it were is in the hand of god for that living water to flow over our soul so we are asking him to do it i want you to open your bible to the book of john john chapter 7 and i'm reading from verse 37 John chapter 7 and I'm reading from verse 37. I want you to watch this. Pay close attention. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried saying, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. Ha! Ah. For that one who is saying, let your living water flow over my soul. Like he's asking for water. Hallelujah. Jesus said, you don't have to ask. He says, let him come to me and drink. It's available. Come to me and drink. Verse 38. He says, he that believeth on me. As the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. As the scripture hath said. What does that tell you? Even Jesus believed the scriptures and he quoted the scriptures. So he expects you to believe the scriptures. So if you are thirsty, the one who is thirsty, the one who is asking for water, Jesus said, come to me and drink. Guess what? The day you got born again was the day you came to Jesus and you drank of his spirit. Hallelujah. You drank of the spirit because the Holy Spirit is the water that Jesus gives hallelujah glory to god so that day you came to him he gave you the drink that's what he told that woman 
in the book of John chapter 4, if you remember, he said to the woman, he said, if you knew who it was that was asking you for a drink, you would ask him for a drink. And that drink, you would not need to cut, you would not thirst anymore. You would not need to come back here anymore. You would not thirst anymore. It will be in you a spring flowing on to eternal life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So the day you got born again and you received Jesus into your life, you received the Holy Spirit, you drank of the Spirit. So the Spirit of God is inside you. Hallelujah. So if you need the water, what do you do? Look at verse 39. Verse 39 says, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not give, yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Hallelujah. So after Jesus' um, death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension, the Holy Spirit was sent. So everyone that believed on Jesus received the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So it's no longer God's duty to cause the water to flow over your soul. It's now your duty. Glory to God. It's now your duty. You are in charge of the well. You are in charge of the river. He says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. See, many Christians have not known what the Holy Spirit came to do in them. Some people think the Holy Spirit is there for you just to speak in tongues. I see some churches where all they do, all that's all they do, when they, they, their best description of the anointing is when you know you start preaching, ah, God is going to do something in your life and it doesn't matter what you're going through. He's going to heal you. He'll deliver you. He'll uplift you. And you know, they're doing all that stuff. And then, you know, somebody listens, oh, powerful anointing. That's all the anointing is to them. But it's more than that. It's much more than preaching. The anointing is much more than that. Many believers don't understand this. You have to learn how to channel the anointing. It's already inside you. Remember what we read in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3. Chapter 1 verse 3, it says his divine power has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. That's in the person of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive all things. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive everything that you would ever need in this life. Glory to God. It's all inside you. And you need to bring it out from inside you. Glory to God. That thing that you are looking for outside is inside you. Glory to God. It's inside you. The Bible says, Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Brother, sister, it's already inside you. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, be not drunk with wine, wherein it's excess. Ephesians 5 verse 18. But be filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Ghost. How? He said, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart to the Lord. When you begin to do that, you stir up that thing inside of you and you bring it out. Glory to God. Every time you are speaking the word of God, you are getting yourself filled with the Holy Spirit. When you are declaring the word of God, every time you are speaking those words, you are bringing from inside out. I know who I am. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I'm a success. I'm making progress on a daily basis. It doesn't matter what I'm going through right now. I'm coming out victorious. Greater is he that lives in me than he that is in the world. Jesus lives in me. Therefore, I can never be sick. I can never be broke. I'll never suffer. I'll never be sick in the name of Jesus. While you are talking like that, you are drawing from inside. Sometimes, some of you, you know what I'm talking about. When you start talking like this, your body will begin to vibrate. My God, there is a shaking in the realm of the spirit. Glory to God. When you talk like that, why? Because you are bringing something from inside out. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So instead of you waiting for God to pour out the water from heaven over your soul, you, you, you bring it out from inside you using the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Manto kato zata. Hallelujah. You bring it out from inside you. Hey, glory to God. Years ago, I began to learn how to channel. There are many ways to channel it. It's inside you, but many people don't know how. You know, I was watching a video and um, a man came up and he was trying to say that um, he was exposing faith healers how people heal the sick and the, the, the tricks that they do how that they, they, they do a plan with the person and then for example the person who is deaf they will plan with the person and tell the person what to do and all that before they go on to pray for the person outside and I said, when I, I watched that video, I shook my head. I said, because these people have not seen real power. My God, my God. Listen, listen, listen. Let's come to one conclusion. We know that there is evil in this world. A lot of you have had nightmares. You've had attacks at some point in your life. You've seen demons or, or evil spirits or things like that. There are wicked forces in this world that work. These things happen. There are people who go to do witchcraft and these things work. We all know it. These things exist. Now the truth is that if there is such evil, evil power doing all those things, then there must be good. Because if there is negative, then there must be positive. Hallelujah. So God does miracles. He does. That is for sure. Hallelujah. Now, every believer, the book of Mark chapter 16, let me show you something there. Verse 17. 
Mark chapter 16, verse 17. This is Jesus speaking. He said, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. Why is he saying this? Because remember what we read in John chapter 7. He said, Those that believe in him will receive the Holy Spirit. So when they receive the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, they will be able to cast out demons. Why? They will bring out, they will draw power from inside them to cast out demons. Then he says, they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. He said, this sign shall follow the believing once it's available for every believer not only for pastors and prophets and evangelists it's open to everybody that believes in jesus hallelujah the problem with many is that they don't know how to channel the power from inside out hallelujah one of the most effective ways is speaking in tongues that's one of the most effective ways. Hallelujah. That's one of the most effective ways. Because when you're speaking in tongues, your head knows nothing about it. It's not connected to your brain. It comes from your innermost being, from your spirit. When you speak in tongues. So that's one of the easiest ways, the most efficient ways to channel the anointing from inside you out. But then, like I told you earlier, as you speak the word of God, you are declaring the word of God. You are bringing from inside out. You are declaring as you are speaking the word of God. Then there are other ways too. For example, and this is one of the most, this is one, another very efficient way of channeling the power from inside. And I do this all the time. Sometimes maybe there is somebody before me and I want to pray for the person. I'll place my hand on that person's head as the Spirit of God leads me. And sometimes I may need to close my eyes because I want to get all the concentration I can get. And when I do that, I begin to call the name of Jesus. Oh, as I begin to call the name of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Once I, I, I call that name, by the time I call the name the first, second time, I'll feel that surge of electricity from my belly coming out. I could channel it through my hand. I could channel it through my legs. I could channel it through my eyes. I could channel it even through my mouth. And I've learned to do this over the years. And that's why we continue to see miracles. Sometimes when we do this, before you know, somebody who is oppressed or possessed by a demon will begin to manifest before then i was talking with a person normally there was no manifestation but by the time we stare up that thing hey by the time we stare it up before you know the person will begin to manifest why because power came out there was a surge of power from inside he said out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters what are you supposed to do you are supposed to stir it up 
It's not God's responsibility to do that. It is your responsibility. Hallelujah. What God needed to do is what he has already done. He has given you the Holy Spirit already. That's what he needed to do and he has done it. The rest is up to you now to stare up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to show you something. Second Timothy chapter 1 and I'm reading from verse 6. Now this is this is amazing. Second Timothy chapter 1 and I'm reading from verse 6. Glory to God. He says, "Wherefore I put you in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hand. He says, stir up. When he's talking about the gift of God, he's talking about the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 7. That will tell you. Say, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, you see, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Who is that spirit? That's the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. So it's your responsibility to stir up the gift of God. Stir up the gift of God. Begin to shake the waters. Glory to God. The Bible says there was a certain time. Glory to Jesus. There was a pool, a pool of Bethesda. Hallelujah. And uh, an angel will come and shake the waters. And the first person to get into the water got healed. Glory to God. Do you know that even today we can shake the waters? Glory to God. When we speak in tongues, when we holy go rise, we shake the waters. Hallelujah. When the water shakes, miracles happen. Glory to God. So he says, stir up the gift of God that is in you. That gift you receive when I laid my hands on you. Stir up the gift of God. How? He said, by being filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, make singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? No one host will come against me. My heart will not fear. Hey, no war should come against me. In this will I be confident. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm telling you, when you begin to speak these words, something will begin to stir up inside of you. Glory to God. Say, God has placed before me an open door and no man can shut it. It doesn't matter what I'm going through right now. The doors are open and I'm walking through. No barriers, no barricades can stop me. In the name of Jesus, I shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. Glory to God. I'm moving forward. My life is an upward and forward journey. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you talk like this, you are stirring that thing on the inside. You are shaking the waters. Glory to God. When you do that, I'm telling you, miracles will begin to happen. Surely they will happen. Surely, surely, surely. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Do you know why? Because the Bible says in Psalm 103 and verse 20, it says the angels hearken to the voice of his word. Angels hearken to the voice of his word. So when people begin to speak God's word, they begin to declare God's word, angels begin to move to make it happen. Hallelujah. So when you are declaring, Father, I receive my car in the name of Jesus, you don't have to bother about how it will happen. It's not your business. Angels will make it happen. Father, I receive my baby in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter what the doctors have said. Glory to Jesus. Angels will make it happen. Glory to God. Oh, I've seen God do amazing things. I've seen God do mind-blowing things. I have seen with my eyes. Glory to Jesus. I've seen. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing impossible with God. Nothing. Hallelujah. In fact, the Bible says, even God, who quickeneth the dead, who gives life to the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Hallelujah. A very typical example. One day the angel of God appeared to a man called Gideon. Gideon, as at that time, had never gone for any battle. He was a farmer. Hallelujah. And the angel approached him and said, Oh, you are blessed, thou mighty man of valor. Thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon was concerned. He said, why are you saying this? But I'm, I'm, a, I'm a farmer. We are under oppression. The Midianites are doing this and doing that to us. And you're calling me a mighty man of valor. God does not look at the outward appearance. He looks at your heart. He looks at what you can be. God doesn't call you based on your present situation. He calls you based on what is inside of you. So though Gideon saw himself as a common farmer, God saw a deliverer of Israel. God saw a mighty man of valor. Hallelujah. And eventually it came to pass. Glory to God. So from today, begin to stare up. Don't wait for it to come from heaven. The Holy Spirit has already come. And the day you receive Jesus into your heart and you welcome the Holy Spirit, he came inside and he's there. Hallelujah. So begin to stare up things from inside of you. Begin to bring out from inside. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There is difference between asking God for something, especially when it pertains to you, and asking God for confirmation. Hallelujah. A very clear example is this. Here you are, maybe you feel pain in your body. There are two ways you can go about it. Father, please heal me in Jesus' name. That's one way to go about it. Now, when you pray like that, you are saying that your healing is in the hand of God. Hallelujah. But the second way to pray about it, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. 
Because your word says, by your stripes, I was healed. If I was healed, then I am still healed. Therefore, I declare in the name of Jesus, healing comes to this leg now. I rebuke the pain. I command that pain to go in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Did you see the second one? You are exercising authority in the name of Jesus. So you are not depending on God per se now. You are using the authority. You are using the power he has already given to you. Do you understand? The first one seemed like humble prayer. But is a prayer of ignorance. You are waiting for God to heal you when he has put the healing inside of you already. But the second one, you are declaring God's word. You quoted the scriptures. You used the scripture as a weapon. Hallelujah. That is more effective. That is more effective. When Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus, he didn't say, Father, please, please, please bring him out. Please. No, that's not what he said. He said, Father, I thank you. Hey, Patos. Father, I thank you because you hear me always. And I'm not saying this for any other reason, but so that those who are here may know that you have sent me. Then when he was done, he didn't say, Father, please bring Lazarus back. No, a thousand times. No, he spoke to Lazarus. He called his name, Lazarus, come forth. Hallelujah. He spoke to that situation. Glory to God. And the Bible says, him that was, he that was dead came forward bound with hands and feet. He came forward. He spoke to that dead situation and it came back. And the Bible says, as Jesus is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. Begin to use that authority in your life to address situations and circumstances. Begin to change the status quo of your life for the better using the authority that is inside of you. The Bible says where the word of the king is, there is power who may say unto him, what doest thou? And in the book of Revelations, he said he has made us kings and priests unto God. So you are a king Hallelujah. And where your word is, there is power. So you can speak the word by faith in the name of Jesus. And things will happen. Glory to God. So at the babyhood stage, there are some things God allowed to go by. But now you are growing. You are knowing the word of God. It's time for you to exercise authority in the name of Jesus and get results. Hallelujah. What do you want to see in your life? It's time for you to cause changes. Glory to God. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Right now, begin to declare. What is that thing that you have been expecting? Begin to speak to it. Begin to call it forth in the name of Jesus. Is it healing in your body? Begin to call it forth in the name of Jesus. I speak healing to my body. 
Declare it in the name of Jesus. Matokasata. Is it your finances? Begin to speak to it. In the name of Jesus, money comes to me free cause and unhindered. Maleta, I'm a money magnet by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, Libro I'm rich, I'm powerful, I'm influential. God who's caused my name to be known around the world. In the name of Jesus, pray like that, declare it. Matosata Kataba, angels are announcing my name in the name of Jesus God is connecting me to my destiny help us my children are blessed in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord for your word is infallible and we depend on your word knowing that we will see what we said in the name of Jesus glory to God hallelujah father we thank you Lord we bless you we exalt your name for this word thank you for reminding us that all things that pertain to life and godliness have already been given unto us and you've put them inside of us in the person of the Holy Spirit thank you Lord because now we know that we don't have to wait for it to come from heaven the Holy Spirit dwells in us even now and as we speak as we declare your word, as we pray in the spirit, as we, 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 we speak your word in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, Lord God, we are staring up from the inside. What rivers of living water that will cause changes. Lord, we thank you because we are a people of testimony and will always come back with testimony for your word is infallible. Thank you for your word, Father. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm so excited because of what God has brought to us today through his word. Hallelujah. For some of you, you might want to go back and listen to it again so it stays in your spirit. And then don't just be a hearer of the word. Begin to practice it. Begin to speak to your life. Begin to declare. Hallelujah. Begin to use that spirit of God that is inside of you. Begin to stir him up. As you pray in the spirit. As you speak the word of God. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That river of living waters will come out of you. And to change things. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I know you have been blessed. And I will come to you again with more inspiring words and teachings that will change your life forever. Until I see you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye.
Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.